0: Welcome to the Have Courage Summit. This is a special podcast as part of that summit and I'm really grateful to welcome Jeff Way from Ignite Performance onto the podcast. Hello Jeff.
1: Hello Gary, good to be with you again.
0: Oh, Honestly, I can't get enough of you Jeff, so very excited for to share your wisdom again um, with our guests. So how are you doing today
1: yeah I'm very well, thank you and I've always got time for you know sharing and, and getting involved with what you're doing because you, you're making waves and, and it's good to be part of that
0: Well, that's really appreciated Jeff so as we, as we get going as we may have a different audience today as we're talking around courage specifically um, do you mind giving a bit of an update as to who you are and your background or what do you do for work Jeff?
1: Yeah, so my name is Jeff Way and, and as Gary's kindly introduced me, I run a business called ignite Performance uh, we've had the last 15, 16 years with, within learning and development. And a lot of my work is either in the wellbeing space, working with organisations on what their strategy looks like, or getting involved with their learning and development needs for, for management and, and leadership generally. That, that's the type of thing that I'll, I'll be doing on a regular basis. Fantastic. And
0: what's most exciting for you in your, uh, in your role at the moment? What things are going on for you that are, that are inspiring you right now, Jeff?
1: I think the most exciting thing right now is that well-being space, mm-hmm. uh, be- because it's, it's being talked about a lot more, and, and of course mental health you know, is part of that, and, and there's more noise out there now in terms of people coming forward and, and you know, sharing their story and, and, and generally you know putting the message out there that, that it's okay to talk. I think on an individual level, that, that, that's great, it's happening in an organizational level. there's, there's still a lot of fear. And a lot of questions that haven 't been answered, so the exciting bit for me is to get involved with those people within organizations within HR within the leadership team to to really talk and discuss about what a well being strategy or, or program might be for that organization and you know there 's a couple of key things that that are coming out at the moment that a real desire to do something different and to move away from that traditional you know looking at the benefits uh, and the employee benefits to to less transactional things so centered around a conversation upskilling managers to to have the tools to be able to speak to people about their well-being and and the types of things that you know they're either wanting to do in the workplace or or they're very much doing outside of work and and how we bring some of that back into the workplace as well so yeah it's an exciting time gary uh, i think we're going to see uh even more noise and, and even bigger shifts uh in 2019 when it comes to corporate well-being
0: that's fantastic that's really inspiring to hear actually jeff you know i think we're getting away aren't we from the sort of you know the discounted gym membership and the, the fruit on the uh on the table you know we're getting down to real human stuff now by the sounds of things
1: yeah we are and, and and with that you know there's some some great examples out there um as as you know yourself um, with organizations that are providing technology that can facilitate that conversation you know gone are the days when you know purely asking an employee when they come into work is everything okay in the hope that they're going to say yes because if they say no i really don't know how to deal with this and actually i haven't got time today um you know there's examples like people first who who are developing applications which organizations can use where actually the onus is on the employee to to track and to capture their day using either images or or gifts and you know what i've seen in the early um versions of the of the application is very very creative and very very empowering the next step then is how do we get the managers involved in terms of having those conversations and sitting down with people and showing genuine concern, but also giving them genuine time to explain what's happening from a wellbeing perspective in their work.
0: It's lovely. Well, with, with, with this, you know, with this very specific focus around courage, what I'm sensing there, um, Jeff, that there's certainly something around trying to help people be more courageous in having these conversations around wellbeing. You know what, what? What do you you mentioned about fear earlier on? Do you think that's one of the biggest barriers to people being courageous and leaning in to have these conversations right now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you've got some great examples of organisations that, you know, are, are are making this available in terms of employees coming forward and having a conversation. But at the same time, it's fear that's holding people back because on an individual level. Not many people right now are comfortable or courageous enough to go into the workplace and say, no, I'm not having a good day. In fact, my life isn't good right now because of this, because of that. And actually, I don't know who to talk to. And I think that fear is there because we're still trying to shake off, you know, previous generations and previous ways of working in terms of how do we approach the employee, uh, the employer, and show that element of vulnerability or what might've been perceived in the past as, as a weakness. And so we've got this mindset of, I I I, don't re- I know the business is, is saying they'll listen, but actually I'm not sure I'm courageous enough to put it to the test. But at the same time though, there's lots of people out there as we know that need to be a little bit more courageous and, and to give that employer a little bit more information, a little bit more detail. Because I think in a lot of cases, they'll be surprised by the, the response and then the level of support that organisations will share in return.
0: I love that. I think that's a really interesting reflection, Jeff. because so often we talk about, and I've been, I've been guilty in, in, in years gone by, you know, the leadership, the leadership, the leadership. But fundamentally, it's a really tough job. You know, leaders of organisations and line management have got a lot on their plate so i I really like what you're describing there around you know yes, leaders should have courage to lean in as well, but it's up to us you know the only life we influence
1: is our own one it's true and 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 that's something i'm writing uh, an article at the moment for for somebody around the the fact that the onus is on us as as individuals. the expectation you know in organizations and outside of organizations is that organizations have to take care of their employees and put together well-being programs and well-being strategies and i think the positive is that's starting to happen more than ever but at the same time you and i as employees we've got to take that responsibility for our own well-being and actually when you start to think of it there are things that you and i are already doing in terms of our well-being that if we share them with the organization they can support us with that and get a much better understanding in terms of where that level of support going forward might need to be
0: wonderful how would you describe for you as Jeff how would you describe courage if you, you know if you, you've not met me before you're trying to explain it you know Jeff's interpretation of courage what would that look like for you
1: C- courage is is showing a, a little bit of that vulnerability that that we each have you know we we wake up in the morning we put on our clothes and and we put on that that mask in terms of who we're going to be for the day. Courage for me is is giving people a little bit more insight into who we truly are because we're all different. We've all got different responsibilities and circumstances. We've all got different motivations, aspirations and drivers. I think, yes, there is a lot of judgment out there and there's a lot of perception that, that forms or makes up that judgment. But what I've seen as I've started to be a little bit more courageous in in, in my life and my career is when you show a little bit of vulnerability by being courageous, actually, on the whole, people respond really positively to it and want to, in return, show a bit of their own vulnerability because as human beings, we, we are looking to connect on that emotional level. So if you show me some vulnerability, I'm going to show you some vulnerability in return, because I don't want to leave you feeling that you're the only one that's vulnerable. I want you to also know that I'm human too. And some of my vulnerabilities, whilst they may be different actually can then allow us to, to create a deeper connection uh, with, with other human beings.
0: That's lovely. Yeah. It really resonates with me. And, you know, you know as you, as you know, myself been on a, a journey of courage. I love the vulnerability word, you know, we're, we're, you and I are both pretty strong on, having these conversations as we're doing right now, which is great. You spoke just then about you've been more courageous. Do you mind speaking about any of that? If you're, if you don't mind, where, where have you sort of lent into, into your vulnerability? You've been more courageous over your, your sort of last couple of years with your work, maybe Jeff in some
1: way. Yeah. I think the perception for somebody that that's running their own learning and development organization is that, you know, you, you are an expert. Um, And you can do, you know, anything from coaching to presenting to management development and leadership development. And, you know, if I look back over the last four years, there's been times when, because I haven't had that level of courage, I've perhaps projected this, I can do anything or I can be everything to to an organisation, when actually... I'm much more comfortable with with what it is I do now, and and my area of of specialism and passion is around provoking those thoughts with individuals, either through coaching or working specifically with the management level in organisations. I've done a lot of work with executives in organisations, but it's not what excites me, and it's not what I'm hugely passionate about. Um, But I think in the past, I've gone along with that because I haven't had the courage to turn around and say, actually, I'm not the expert in this field. I can do it, but actually it's not my expertise. And I think, you know, on reflection, that is about me showing courage and vulnerability and being a lot more honest and candid with the organization that I'm working with to say, this is what I'm good at. This is what I think you should hire me for. Those other bits, I think you'll probably find somebody else that is better equipped or more experienced. And therefore, that's, that's where I would go. And, and that, that takes courage for me because when you're self-employed mm-hmm. and you're not always sure you know, where that next piece of work or that next client or organisation is going to come from, the easiest thing is to say yes to everything. But actually, it's being comfortable with who you are and true to yourself in terms of what you are good at and what people should hire you for, rather than trying to be anything and everything to anyone and everyone.
0: That's one, that's, such, that's really, appreciate your honesty and your openness and your candor. It's just a really, really powerful example for me. I think, I think my, my own journey into this, Jeff, the last sort of couple of years has been to sort of have these sort of conversations, you know, and not ask permission of my work organization. So I'm, not bringing it in, I'm not bringing them into disrepute. I'm not, you know, I'm not, there's no risk to the organization of me doing this. If anything, there's a lot of positive if they want to have that conversation, but it's, yeah, it's quite interesting for me because I'm still waiting for someone to sort of get the cane around my neck and go like a cartoon and go, what
1: are you doing? <laughs> so, so, so was- And you, you know, I'd echo that because having come from that world, not, not too long ago, back in September, 2014, I, I was made redundant from, from a company called phones for you. And at the time, a colleague, a friend of mine and myself had set up an online Uh, forum, an online community for for runners called UK Run Chat. And I can remember that we, you know, we we were doing things in the right way. Um, The management team knew what we were doing. But we both had that same thought that at some point somebody's going to tap us on the shoulder and say, what are you two doing? Rather than actually looking at what we're doing and thinking, how can we benefit from some of this? And I think sometimes that's where organisations just... Either become a little bit blinkered, or, or are just too focused on what they're doing to really see the benefits. And the benefits would be fantastic because actually, if they took an element of what you were are doing and what I was doing then, and brought it into the business, that'd have a massive positive impact on the organisation.
0: Interesting, because because as a, based on the conversation we're having, we could say, couldn't we, that there's a lack of courage or vulnerability on corporate side. I think at times to embrace the sort of innovation that you, and I think we are, you know, are offering to be honest, you know, if it's not a little bit of the not invented here syndrome,
1: I think sometime in corporate. Absolutely. Because you and I will have a job role and a job description, which Mm -hmm. defines what we're there to do. And it also tells us which area we work in, in the business. So, you know, being creative and innovative, well, unless we're in marketing um, or or technology or what have you, you and I aren't going to get a look in uh, and they're unlikely to approach us outside or within those areas because there'll be an element of, of threat or, or indeed, as you've said, a lack of courage because, you know, we're doing something that, that's not related necessarily to the organisation. But actually, how many more people are doing something like that now, you know, in terms of their own podcast or having their own blog or doing their own YouTube channel, because actually they, they feel that they can have a voice and create a community and a platform with like-minded people that want to share and, and want to talk in, in, in whatever forum that is.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Thank Thank you, Jeff. I tell you what, I always love talking to you as we look to wrap up now, what's a, what would be your one little nugget of wisdom? for If anyone's sort of listening to us now and going, actually, that's quite interesting, but I'm still, I'm still feeling the fear. I don't really have the confidence to do A, B or C. Do you have, do you have a sort of, a sort of little bit of advice that you would, uh, you would offer to anyone?
1: yeah have a have a plan d in that case because the 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 key thing is we'll talk ourselves out of it um the the thought that i always come back to is, you know at, at the end of the day it's it's not life or death and and if there's something that you're unhappy with or something that's not right have the courage to speak to one person because by speaking to one person you've already started that process of sharing And, and, you know, even if you choose the wrong person to speak to, don't let that dishearten you, because at the end of the day, they're still likely to point you in the direction of somebody else. And and it might be that they don't feel equipped in terms of being able to support you or, or deal with you. But sometimes when we want to show a bit of courage and a bit of vulnerability, it is just a case of, showing a bit of courage and, and vulnerability and, and allowing yourself to do that. Because when we do, and, and I speak on, on, on my own experiences, when I do, I start to grow because actually I realise there's, there's much more benefits to showing that rather than keeping that held within and allowing it to bubble away.
0: Wonderful. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant advice. Thank you so much, yeah. Jeff. And I think I would just re- echo that with what I've learned over the last certainly 12 months has been, just go first. Go first with like you say something, you know, something that maybe people don't know about you. Maybe offer a hand of support to somebody you've never met before. Intentionally meet someone that doesn't look like you. Just go first somewhere in your life, and I just think it snowballs from there. Personally,
1: yeah, absolutely, Gary, I totally agree with that.
0: Lovely. Like, how can people reach out to you if they want to have a, a further conversation with you, Jeff?
1: Yeah, so they can they can find me uh, on social media, uh, Jeff at ignite uh, underscore ignite is is the best way to find me Uh, happy to start a conversation happy to to jump on a call as 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 we've done uh, a number of times and and will continue to do so Uh, and i'm happy with that to to share more of you know my own vulnerability and and examples of courage if if that's going to help other people to find a little bit more courage to do something different
0: wonderful such a generous soldier thanks so much for your time all the best for now
1: An absolute pleasure. Thanks, Gary. Yes, bye bye. Bye bye.